Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Grow As You Go podcast. We are in the holiday spirit because it's the holiday season. Loop dee doop. I don't even know how that song goes, but you know, you know what I'm saying. It's the holiday season. Loop dee doop. La dee da. I don't know how it goes to be honest. Uh, so sorry to put you through that. Oh my gosh, but I do not have my tree up yet. I honestly need to put it up like today to be honest with you. It's currently Friday, December eighth, and the reason I'm laughing is because I am heading home for Christmas on the eighteenth. I think is the day that I'm gonna head home. I have a two day drive to get to Pennsylvania and then a two day drive to come back. So four days of my trip will be in the car, which I'm going to be so for real. They are the most therapeutic. To, like I, I've done the drive at least two to three times. And it's just such a good way to start the year, to be honest with you. I know that might sound kind of insane, but I do the drive completely by myself, just with my dog. And it just really is like a great time to reflect and understand my goals and just like binge, listen to podcasts, call people I haven't talked to in a minute listen to a ton of music that I haven't heard in forever and like make awesome playlists. So like, I'm very excited for it. Like I learned how to romanticize the drives for sure. I'm high key really annoyed because the dog right outside of my house, I genuinely, I swear he is my arch nemesis. Like I cannot stand him. I can't stand the dog, but I honestly have more beef with the owners because they allow the dog to just be outside all day. And so the dog will just randomly start barking. If I walk outside right now, it's 100% going to start barking. And someone just delivered a package and that's why to my house. So that's why it was going off like that. But even just me, I've lived here for three years. Anytime I walk outside, it's like you'd think I, I'm a freaking like random human being that just rolled up on the street. Like the dog is not allowing me to just live here in peace. Anyways, that's my complaint of the day. But my Christmas tree, I think that I'm going to try to put it up still, even though I'm leaving, just to be a little festive. Because by the time, I don't know, I could just not. But I feel like that's just like really like, where's my Christmas spirit? You know what I mean? If I don't put up my Christmas tree, it's like, come on now. But I didn't do it. So I should have done it like a month ago, to be honest. I should have done it like in November, like right after Thanksgiving or something. So I might, I might not. We'll see. But I will be leaving around the 18th, like I said. So I don't know how worth it it is. But real quick, before we get into the episode, if you want to get merch, guess what? We got it. We finally have some merch, okay? I'm so, so excited about that. It's so cute. We have crewnecks. We have hoodies. We have t-shirts. We have a lilac, purple, and a black t-shirt. We have like an aqua blue and a black sweatshirt and crewneck. They're so good. The cutest sayings on them. If you want to check it out, there will be a direct link in the show notes. I am so proud of them. You will love them. Okay, go check them out. I had to just move in my bedroom because that dog would not stop barking. Like I swear to God, it's an actual issue. I thought about going over there and putting something on their gate so that whenever they get home, they can understand. Like, like please don't leave your dog outside while you're at work, while you're not home because I work from home and it's incessant barking. Like I can't do certain work. I can't concentrate. Like I genuinely can't record this out where I would normally record it. I have to come in here. It's just like, that shouldn't have to be a thing. But in other news, let's get into today's episode. So what we're going to be talking about, I feel like is very fitting for the time of year that it's about to be the holidays, going home for the holidays. And what better way to kind of prepare us than to give us a survival guide for going home for the holidays. So we will be talking how to survive going home for the holidays, our favorite topic, I'm sure, because I know that we all need something, okay, either seven tequila shots or freaking Xanax, something to chill us out going home for the holidays. I know that that's not the case for everyone. Some people might have an absolute blast going home. So I'll be giving us nine different ways to survive going home for the holidays. And all of these, I am genuinely going to be doing myself. And these are things I always try to incorporate when I do go home. And they definitely help like me to have a better time and help to keep me a little bit more grounded. Number one, look on the bright side, be optimistic. 
going home immediately, our thoughts can go or our brains can go to all the trauma, you know what I mean, that maybe you've had before or fights, arguing. The vibes that you know will probably be there, the negativity, stuff that you moved away from, you know, whether you moved even just 20 minutes away, you got out of your house, you know what I mean? So depending on your relationship with your family, your parents, all the things, obviously that plays a huge role, but I think everybody can agree. Sometimes going home for the holidays, you can be like, oh my gosh, there are so many people to see. Like, how am I going to do all this? Like, I have so much to do. Or like, instead of looking at things even in that way, for instance, like there's so much to do, like look at it like, oh my goodness, that's so awesome. Like when I get home, I'm going to be able to see so many people I haven't got to see for so long. And it's going to feel great to be with those people. The way that we, we can't control a lot of things, but we can't control our perspective on the things that we're about to walk into. So instead of dreading something, we can find ways to look forward to it because I don't think anyone, I mean, there probably are people dreading the holidays and stuff, but there are parts of me, I'm so excited to go home and like see people for sure. But there are parts of me, if I allowed it to be like, oh, here we go. Like it's going to be annoying or this is going to happen. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, there might be things that come up along the way, but we're not going to go into it with that mindset. So that is the whole look on the bright side. Try to be optimistic instead of pessimistic because there's probably going to be going to be plenty of times for you to be pessimistic while you're home for the holidays. So just trying to constantly reset your mind a few times a day and look towards optimism, as annoying as that might be, this can just help us be more present, more in the moment, enjoying ourselves more. Why would we want to go home and allow ourselves to be miserable whenever we could actually have a great time? So that is number one. Look on the bright side and try to be optimistic even in certain areas. Like for instance, me, I'll give you an example. I am going home um, and I don't have a very close-knit family. Like I don't. I have my dad who I'm very close to, but he's a single dad. Um, I have my mother who I was never very close to, but she was recently diagnosed with dementia. So she is in a home that's about an hour and a half away from where we live in our hometown. So me and my sister will be making a trip up there to see her for sure. Um, possibly multiple since I'm going to have my car. I might try to go more than one day. Just, I feel like that would be nice just because I never get to do that. And most of the time when I go home, I don't have the ability to actually drive up several times because I normally have to ride with other people or whatever. You know what I mean? But for me, I feel bad sometimes living away. Like I can't go and visit her more, but it's one of those things where I could be like, oh, it's going to be really like hard on me emotionally to go and see that, which it is like, that is a way that I could view it. But instead I'm excited to see my mom and like, see how she's doing and like, just go and be able to like make her day a little bit brighter. You know what I mean? Even if it is hard, like it's going to be worth it. You know what I mean? And even same with my dad, like obviously there are things in our relationship that might not be smooth sailing all the time, but I'm excited to go and see him. I haven't seen him in forever. Like I, I go home a couple times a year, but like even that, like the last time I saw him was August. I want to say, no, I want to say it was May. Last time I was home was in May for my birthday. I want to say, I could be wrong, but he's a single dad. He doesn't have much going on. I am his world. I am his life. So even if it is a little bit harder for me to go in, like go home or spend more time there. And it's not that I don't want to, but it's the fact that we do argue like for sure. We butt heads and I'm, I, I definitely don't belong in that house for long periods of time, but I'm very blessed to be able to say I'm going home to see my dad who's healthy, you know what I mean, and who loves me, and, you know, trying to look at things in that way and, like, just be more compassionate overall, which we'll get into a couple other things, but that is number one and just a little way because I'm not – I wasn't brought up with, like, the most perfect family or anything, so I don't want you guys to think, like, oh, that's easy for her to say. Like, she probably has, like, a perfect family that has been always been together. My parents have never been married, not one day in my life. Never even – like, they were dating when they had me, but that was it. 
Um, so no, I definitely understand what it's like to be in a broken household, but there's so many like friends and stuff that I'll get to see too. So I'm so excited to see everybody. And most importantly, honestly, most importantly, I am so excited to have all the food that I haven't got to have in so long. Okay. Some honorable mentions. If you're ever in the 16686 area, okay. Which is the zip code from where I'm from. Um, Altoona, Pennsylvania, Jethro's, holy freaking crap, the buffalo chicken salad. I cannot wait to have you, okay? Back in Tyrone, Pennsylvania, Max Gridiron. I love Max Gridiron hoagies. I used to work at their competitor, East End, very good hoagies as well. But I haven't had an East End hoagie in quite some time because Max, in my opinion, has better lunch meat. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? So overall, cannot wait to have Max Meat Market. Patsy, if you're ever listening to this, I don't mean any harm to East End. I love East End. Okay. East End has my heart and soul for the rest of my life. Um, that's the owner of East End that I'm talking to. She's my old boss and I miss you and I hope you're doing well. I highly doubt you're listening to this, but if so, I love you and I miss you. But, um, their pizza at Max Meat Market, their freaking wings. Oh my gosh. Gino's. There's just so many places. Oh my gosh. Main Moon, the Chinese restaurants, the tavern. I cannot wait to have wings. There was a place I went to like one of the last times I was home. I'm going to have to go there again. I forget what it's called, but like the best wings I've ever had. Oh, I cannot wait. And French fries. I just love food. So obviously you're going to see some cons to going home probably and stuff, but at the same time, try to find the pros because there's always pros. Number two, practice patience or set an intention each day to be patient and walk away if something starts to annoy you instead of fighting. I know how hard it can be to practice patience and stuff. I do. And like, I'm talking to myself because I know that my patience when I'm home is thin and depending on like who I'm with or what's going on. I know what triggers me. I know. I already know. So if you already know the things that normally trigger you, you understand that you can practice patience. And if there's someone that might grind your gears or get under your skin or say certain things to kind of just, you know, just kind of frustrates you. You already know that. So you can allow yourself like, okay, Michaela, this is what we're going to do today. We're going to be patient. Every time that we hear something that we might not like, just like not reacting right away. Like you can control the way that you react. You can control how upset you allow yourself to get. And obviously if somebody does upset you or frustrate you, that's valid and that's not okay. Walk away. Like you don't need to like continue being around that person. If they're being, if they're actually like taunting you or like, being toxic. But if somebody has good intentions and they just happen to frustrate you a little bit more, just try to be extra patient with them this holiday season just because it really doesn't have anything to do with you. It says way more about them. And if it seems like nothing's changed in their life, nothing probably has. And you probably have evolved and changed. So like you can't control the way that you allow yourself to view them and the way that you view the things they're saying to you because they mean they're not personal. It means nothing about you. And they're probably just really happy to see you and be with you. Even if there's parts of them that are annoying, unfortunately, loving someone is accepting their faults, you know, with family, especially, and you understand what those are, but it doesn't mean you have to like handle disrespect or anything, but there's a fine line between like being able to just be patient with someone. And instead of, cause I know me, I can allow myself to get easily like quickly escalated just of things that could have been just normal little comments because I, my, my patience is thin with them because I've heard them my whole life, you know, and I'm sure so many people can relate to that, but just be extra patient with it. You don't have to deal with them all the time. You're only there for a couple days. Like, you know what I mean? Just try your best just to decompress. If you need to take a step away, take a step away, go in your room. Like I do that all the time. I'm constantly protecting my peace when I'm at home. If I need a second, I will go in my room and just shut the door. I grew up that way, to be honest with you. But if you can't handle it, allow someone to just talk about something that they're passionate about, even if it does annoy you a little bit, like politics 
or religion or certain things specifically. Not that those topics are annoying topics to talk about, but they're not necessarily topics that anyone wants to be talking about in lighthearted ways. Because a lot of times, like obviously there's with those two topics, there can be several opposing views. So they're not really topics that anyone wants to go throwing around like in a group setting or anything like that. But if someone happens to start talking about something and you can tell that it's making them happy to talk about it, allow them to talk about it for a few minutes. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to disagree with them. You can if you want, but you can just like allow them to like have their moment with it. Listen to them. If they're trying to tell you about the world ending, this is what my dad does. He'll always like tell me like, oh, did you hear what's happening here? You hear what's happening? The end times, the end times. Like he'll go, I'm like, I understand, dude. Okay, but I don't live in fear the way that you want to live in fear. And I respect the fact that he means well by it. He wants to keep me informed. He wants me to be safe. But it doesn't mean that we have to take everything they're saying and like start trying to fight them about it. You know what I mean? We can allow little, little doses of certain things that they want to say. You know what I mean? If they're frustrating you, just set a boundary, which we'll get into here in a little bit. These are all a little bit connected, but number three, you're not going to be able to change somebody's beliefs in one conversation, okay? So just constantly reminding yourself of that because that's something that I didn't really learn until recently. Just overall understanding that people are who they are, even if there's so many things about that that annoys you or frustrates you, if there's certain things that you wish that you could change, it's not always fair to want to change those things, you know, because that person's probably a lot older than you. They've seen things that you haven't seen. Not to say that you have to agree with what they're saying, but they might just have different perspectives and like you can't just change somebody's perspective. You know what I'm saying? So I think for a long time I wanted to like open up my dad's point of view to like understand my point of view on things. But like you'll get so tired trying to convince somebody to like see things your way. You, they don't need to see things your way, but you guys can like respect each other's beliefs and like not really have to talk about them, but just respect their views or their views and leave it at that. Even if they are trying to push or challenge your beliefs on you and change your mind. Cause that's what I'll notice. Like I'll be very respecting of my dad's, but he will want to push his narrative on me a lot. Like constantly, he always wants to be talking about like you know what I mean? Politics and religion, to be honest. And like, he'll push them in a way where like, if I don't agree with him, then like, I am like the worst person in the world. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so I don't know. I just understand that like, this is his life. He is this way for a reason. Cause he allows himself to consume this stuff constantly, which isn't really healthy to be honest, but I can't change his mind. And you're not gonna be able to change whoever's mind that you're kind of relating to when I, whenever you're hearing me say this, but even if they're doing that to you, just respecting like, I don't need to make this an argument. I don't need to allow this to escalate. However, I have been there. I have done that. So we don't need to end a conversation in agreement or even have that conversation at all is kind of what it comes down to. So if you notice it starts to go in that direction, we're going to set a boundary, which takes us into number four, set boundaries. Okay. All you have to do is somebody starts to say things that you don't want to hear. And I've done this with my dad. Like he knows, he knows this. I set this boundary, especially after moving away that like, I don't want to talk to you about X, Y, and Z all the time. Like I want a normal conversation. How are you doing? What's like, that's all, you know what I mean? It's, and for some people, you, they might be like, what? Like, why do you even have to say that? But like, if you understood, you'd understand, but you don't, you know what I mean? So if you can understand what I'm saying, you know, I, but like not everyone will. But if somebody starts to say something, even if it is just a little bit either offensive, annoying, comes off the wrong way, or just simply not a topic that you feel comfortable talking about or want to get into, I have a couple things you can say. You can either say, I'm sorry, but I don't care to talk about that. Next topic, please. 
or I respect your opinion, but I don't want to talk about this. Like I say these all the time. Like I will say to my dad, I respect this, but like, I don't want to talk about this, please. Next, next topic. Like let's talk about something else. It really is that simple. And if somebody is, even if you're voicing the boundary, a lot of people, especially in very small closed-minded towns, they're not going to know how to take that. <laughs> like they're not going to know how to take that at first. If it's the first time that somebody's setting a boundary with them. Um, and I don't mean that with any disrespect, but I'm, I'm just laughing and chuckling a little bit to myself because I've seen it in my own life where it's like, I think it does play a huge part in like where you grow up and stuff. Cause like people in small towns, you aren't really like, I don't know. I feel like you don't really challenge either anyone's like views as much where in like cities, I feel like there's so many different views and there's so much diversity that like, it's very normal to do that or like, I don't know, but anyways, you get the point. But whenever I go to set a boundary, that is what I'll say. And if they're being offensive or like they, they're still trying to argue with you even after you're trying to do that or they're being like toxic and name calling you, leave, go somewhere else. Just because you're home for the holidays doesn't mean you have to endure your own personal hell. Okay. So if it is getting out of hand, you got to go, go for a walk, go outside, have your friend come pick you up, go do something else, you know, even just go in your bedroom and just shut the door, put your headphones in if like they're yelling at you or something and just try to take a nap or listen to music. I know what that's like. Okay. I know what that's like, but that's what I would have you say. And again, some topics that can come up that are kind of annoying or things that like you might have to set boundaries with could be politics, religion, invasive questions, like overall, like about your job, like, Oh, what's going on with this job? How much money do you make? <laughs> ah! Um, marriage, like, are you married? Or like, when are you guys going to get married? When are you, do you have a boyfriend yet? Why are you so single still? Like those types of things, you know what I mean? Relationships, any of those questions where people might not mean any ill intent behind them, but like no one wants those. Okay. Nobody wants those questions. You can just simply, again, set the boundary or even just like walk away or like look and be like, oh my gosh, I just, I forgot I have to go do this. I'll be back. I'll talk to you in a bit. I mean, or whatever. Try to just go away. Especially if there's a lot of people there, you can like deflect. And if you don't want to like physically have to say, I don't want to talk about that. You can even laugh it off and be like, if someone asks you why you're still single and I'd be like, oh, slim pickings. Like there's really nobody good to choose from. Um, or if somebody asks when you guys going to get married, I would say we're doing things at our own pace. Like we feel comfortable and we're confident where we're at. So we're good. Like you don't, you don't owe anybody an explanation, but it always, if you obviously want to give anyone an explanation or you feel comfortable talking about these things, do them. But these are just examples. I know everybody's different. I know there are certain things that could irritate some people that might not irritate others and vice versa. I get asked all the time what workout supplements I use. All the workout supplements that I use are Legion Athletics. I love them so much. Some of my honorable mentions, okay? Best protein ever, cinnamon cereal protein. I use their whey, but they also have vegan options as well. Also, their salted caramel is amazing. Their mint chocolate chip and their fruity cereal I got to use in my Ninja Creamy to make like protein ice cream. But I use my cinnamon cereal in so many things. I'm gonna place an order today and get two bags of their cinnamon cereal. And I'm also gonna try their banana bread flavor. And then outside of their proteins, I use their performance surge and their pre-workout. I use their stim-free pre-workout, which is a non-caffeinated pre-workout that helps you focus, gives you mental clarity, and it helps your endurance and everything. And I've honestly noticed that it does help decrease your heart rate. So normally it just helps you basically feel more conditioned and feel like you can push yourself more. My favorite thing about Legion though is that all of their products are backed by research. So a psychiatrist, um, scientist, everything. You can find so much research right on legionathletics.com. But so I take their Pulse Stim Free pre-workout and it boosts strength, endurance, and focus. It has eight grams of sertraline malatate and 3.6 grams of beta alanine. 
So good. Love it. And then getting into their energy surge. This is something that I'll use sometimes. It's low caffeine that you can just add to your pre-workout or something. It boosts energy and cognition, improves focus and mood, and reduces stress and fatigue. I will tell you the first time I ever tried energy surge, I was not in a very good mood and it made me feel awesome. Like I was in such a good mood after. So I'm going to try to start taking that more, even just half a scoop, just because I am a little bit more caffeine sensitive. I don't want all the caffeine, but if it makes me feel good, obviously I kind of do want that. And then performance surge. I've been taking this every time I take my pre-workout. I use half a scoop. It boosts power and strength, increases endurance, and reduces stress and anxiety. I have a code with Legion. I'm very, very passionate about them. The code is M-I-C-H-D at checkout. They always have sales going on, so you'll always get two times the loyalty reward points with my code. But if for some reason something isn't on sale, you will get 20% off of that product. So use my code to get double the reward points and also to support me. I love you so much. It'll be linked in the show notes. Number five, I cannot recommend this enough. Have a little morning routine that you can stick with that helps keep you grounded because that time in the morning, first thing before you were going to be busy or going to be with a bunch of different people, it is crucial. And that is probably like the, the time that you're going to be the least busy throughout the day, right? First thing in the morning. So this is something I totally have tried to implement every time that I go home and I'm better at it sometimes than others, but the times that I do allow myself to really stick with some things, it always always helps so much. So an example is going to be what I'm personally planning to do when I go home, which is just starting my mornings with prayer and devotion, and then also a 10 minute breath work meditation, and then journaling a little bit, maybe just my thoughts or maybe gratitude, whatever I feel like, and then allowing for some movement. So this could look different for everyone. It could be at home workouts. It could be a walk. It could be going to the gym. If you have a gym near you, or if you want to, you know what I mean? If, you, if it's easy for you to do that, but not to be strict with like working out or anything like that, obviously it's the holidays, but if mental health is important to you and you just overall want to help yourself feel better, movement is like the answer to that. So me, I'm used to moving my body a little bit each day, even if that is just like a one mile walk or something. So if I have time to walk a little bit, like 100%, I'll try to like be taking my dog on his walks and everything still for sure. And like making that a non-negotiable because Marshall's used to his walks. I'm used to the walks. It's good for him. It's good for me. And if we can stay in a little bit of routine, that overall will help us immensely. Just allowing time also to just like have some cuddles with pets, like your pets at home or whatever. Like allow yourself to just like not be on your phone and actually pet your dog and just like be more present, like staying off your phone for sure in the mornings at least, or most of the time, probably because you're gonna be with a lot of people anyways. Also give yourself enough time to get ready for plans so that you're not stressed. For me, sometimes that's something we're all not planned enough and then I am a little bit stressed out, like rushing to get ready. I want to make sure I have enough time to spend time with my dads in the morning, my dads, my dad in the morning before I go off and do something else that day that I had planned or something. Because I know me staying at home is nice for him. It gives him an opportunity to like see me even if we aren't doing anything that day or I'm not spending time just at home with him. You know, if I have something else going on, that morning time with him can be really nice. So just making sure I have enough time to do all the things that I want to do. I also take my health supplements home with me as well. So like my brain supplements I take every morning, my greens, and I think that's it. But like maybe even like some lemon water with salt, like that is something I normally will start my mornings with and take my supplements with. So if I can make sure that I'm like staying hydrated and like taking my water bottle around with me, the stuff that I do all the time anyways, and just getting that stuff done done in the morning, like it makes me feel so good. Every time I go home, I swear to God, my sister will be like, what the heck? Like we'll be on the way to go to Altoona like to go to the gym and like get food or something. And I'm like with my greens in the car, taking my greens, taking my supplements, you know what I mean? 
So just doing the things that make you feel good because taking those things does make my body feel so good. So maybe you don't already have those little things in your routine or whatever. So if not, totally fine. But for the new year, maybe try to plan out some little health routines for yourself because it does really play a huge role. But so for you, if you cannot relate to some of the things I just said, just find ways to keep the current routine that you have and just integrate your routine even when traveling and you're going back home. It's a super easy way to just help you feel more balanced, more grounded, more at ease with all the chaos, all the socializing, all the stuff around you, you know? And then number six would be to factor in some alone time each day to recharge your social battery. This is huge. This is so huge because you're going to be seeing so many people, way more people than you probably have in a very long time. Okay. So you're going to be seeing all your friends. Maybe you're going to be seeing a lot of family. You're going to be seeing, um, maybe people that you just run into that you haven't seen in forever, maybe old flings. Okay. Who knows whatever it is. So just making sure that you do have that time to just like chill out, lay down, take a nap, like relax. It's a lot to be taking in all the different energies from everybody. Not that it's not the best thing. It's going to be a lot of fun, but just making sure that you do have time to kind of recharge. Cause for me, it is very, very crucial that if I wake up and I immediately have plans with my sister and then I come home and I'm trying to see my dad for a little bit. And then I also have something planned for the night. Like that's a lot of time doing different things. So like just allowing even for like an hour of me to just lay there, <laughs> scroll on my phone, lay down, whatever it is, it will definitely just help you feel better. And especially napping for sure. Number seven, be kind to yourself. You might be feeling more emotions, triggers like of sadness, anger, frustration. So just allow yourself to acknowledge the feelings that you're feeling and that it's okay to feel that way because it's, there's going to be things that come up when you go home that irritate you, frustrate you, annoy you. And I don't want you to be hard on yourself. Like, Oh, I wish I wasn't so annoyed with this. Like I was doing so good at like staying positive. You're going to get annoyed. That's inevitable. There's going to be things that happen. So even if like you can't do all the things that you want to do, or maybe you wake up and you miss doing a couple things in the morning for yourself before you go out and socialize or whatever, it's okay. You're doing your best. You're at home for the holidays. There's really no roles. These are just a little guide to help you. So overall, have no expectations. Just set intentions and try your best to kind of do what feels good to you whenever you're home. And again, just ultimately being kind to yourself. Definitely not being negative. Not like practice positive self-talk and just allowing yourself to like boost yourself up and just be that confident person that you are and not allow any type of negative thoughts to take over or give them more control than they need to have. Because at the end of the day, you know how to go home, you know how to be yourself, you know how to socialize, and you know how to do all those things that you've done for so many years of your life. Okay, so just go home, stop thinking, and just have fun. Number eight, say yes to more things. So allow yourself to soak up everything with everyone if you want to. So like see your friends you haven't seen, your family, help someone who might need it. If your friends are going to dinner and maybe you had a busy day, but like you're up for it and that food sounds good and you wanna see them, go. You know what I mean? If you if your dad wants you to watch a movie with him, say yes. You know what I mean? And just make time for that. Like allow yourself to just be thinking of others, especially in this time, because it is the holidays and it's not all about you, you know? So just really allowing yourself to think. Obviously at times, if you need it, take a minute. But if there's something that you could do that might either make you feel good or it sounds fun or intriguing, or it could just like force you out of your comfort zone a little bit, go and do it. Go and do it. I might be driving to Pittsburgh when I go home to go see my friends 
And it's just one of those things where it's like, yes, like I, I'm trying to make it work, but obviously I'm driving two days home. So it is going to be a whole thing for me to drive two more hours to go to Pittsburgh. But like, I love Pittsburgh. So like the things it'll do for my soul to be in Pittsburgh, I am a big Pittsburgh fanatic. I love the food there. Oh my gosh. So like I'll get to have some food there. I'll get to see my friends. So I'm going to try to make that work, even if it is just for like one night and like a little bit of the morning and then go home um, just to see them just because it sucks growing up and not being able to see some of your friends that like you love so much and you just don't get to see them really. And the last one, number nine, allow yourself to take it all in. Just take it in, not to be depressing like at all, but this could be the last holiday that you might be spending with some of the people. Like you never know. So not to think in a really depressing way, but thinking in that perspective just allows you to be fully present and like really taking the moment and quit thinking about things that don't matter and really taking into account the things that do matter, which are the people right in front of you and the conversations that you're having. How are you being in terms of being a friend? Are you being a good friend? Are you checking in on them? Are you being a good just person in general to whoever it is that you're talking to, whatever role that is for you? People could be older or things just happen sometimes, like crazy things happen. So you just never know. Just take it in and enjoy the moments with these people, everyone that you're going to be with for sure. And your pets, especially, especially the pets. Enjoy the time with the pups. Okay. Especially if you're not home all the time, you don't get to see them. Like give them some extra pets and just lovin's. Give them some lovin's. And also, allow yourself to just eat the food that you want to eat, okay? Don't be like, oh, I can't eat this. I understand it's the holidays, and like I understand you might have fitness goals and stuff, but it's it's literally like a couple days. Like you're allowed to indulge and have the foods that you, like you don't get to have all the time and like enjoy someone's dip that they're making, okay? They it would upset them probably if you didn't eat it. Not that you need to eat it just to appease someone, but Eat the dips if you want the dips. Eat the cookies if you want the cookies. Everything's good in moderation, okay? But it's just the holidays, so have fun. Let loose and just enjoy Christmas, okay? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So that is everything that I have for you guys today. I hope that that helps, and I really hope that you're able to implement that and it does help your holiday season become a little bit more bearable. It's gonna be a good time, even if it seems a little bit overwhelming or stressful. You have a lot of traveling to do, a lot of packing to do. Maybe you have a lot of work to do before you head home. Just enjoy that time off. I hope that you have a lot of time off for Christmas and you're able just to spend it present with your family and your friends and all the food. It really is all about the food at the end of the day. I can't wait to eat the food and I just can't wait to like just play games and just see people. I'm so excited, but yeah, I hope that this helps you survive just a little bit more. And if you guys need anything or if you have any questions, always message me on my social media anywhere and know that I love you so much and it's going to be a good freaking holiday. But one holiday thing I'm going to recommend for you, okay, to do would be to try to go to like a Christmas event, like going and seeing the Christmas lights or something of the sort. You know what I'm saying? I think that could be fun. I'm most excited that I'm actually going to have a car when I go home this time because like I normally have to like get rides everywhere and that's just no fun. It's not the same, you know? So anyways, I hope that you guys all are having a great start to your week. I hope that you can put this in your pocket and use it when you need it, whenever you're going home or listen to it on the way when you're traveling for home or whatever. But I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in each and every week. And just a reminder that you can do all the things that your mind says that you can't do. Okay. I will see you next Monday.